You are now listening to Way Up Broadway. Somebody once told me that this is Way Off Broadway. I believed them, but I was skeptical. They said this is a podcast where Daniel doesn't know what is happening. Christian fools him. Well, the music keeps coming and the names keep coming. He doesn't know what's happening because he's a dum-dum. Everybody wants to say these things. Daniel doesn't know what any of them mean. So much to see, so much to do. He does not know which musical, no clue. You got to know if you want to show. This is how Way Up Broadway go. Hey, hey, hey now, it's Way Up Broadway. Here's a musical hit play. Hey now, Way Up Broadway. Here's a musical today. All that seems is go even musicals like Margaritaville. Oh my god! One take, that's all it takes here on Way Off Broadway. Hi, my name is Christian. What happened? Where am I? (laughs) (laughs) It was so... It took over. It took over. I mean, this is always the fear with Way Off Broadway is the Daniel that walks in is not always the Daniel that walks out. Not always. Um, and honestly, that's why we don't do finales anymore. We lost them for a bit, guys. We yeah. lost them, but we are back. This is Way Up Broadway. This is a special episode of Way On Broadway. Get down to my swamp donkey. We're doing Shrek. We're doing Shrek. Um, personal I, favorite of mine. Personal favorite. I recently rewatched Shrek. Yeah, because and you were doing your homework? I was doing my homework. Wow, and can Joel I, will be so happy. Can I just say that like, I think Shrek is underrated. I think it's incredibly underrated. It is like next like as an adult like because i don't think i've really like paid attention and watched it since i was like a kid okay uh just because i feel like as a society we kind of got burnt out on shrek i think shrek had a detrimental and we'll talk about this Uh shrek on its own is phenomenal yeah but what it did to the film industry and what it did to um even dreamworks is crazy because this crude kind of pop culture centric humor like Shrek is one in a million, and everyone tried yeah. to replicate it to this day. Yeah, try to replicate it and don't do it well. DreamWorks couldn't even replicate it. They did Shark Tale right after it. Yeah, not very good. Hey, very same hey, concept. You watch your Shrek. But we are talking about Shrek. Um, so typically, how this podcast goes is I pick a musical that Daniel mm-hmm. doesn't know. Um, and we kind of work our way through it, see if he can guess what the show is about by the end based off the music. But I, I know what you're thinking. Christian, you're already talking about what the musical is. Yeah, That's we, why it's way off Broadway, on Broadway. This episode is way on Broadway instead of off Broadway, where we're just going to dig into the material. We're yeah. going to dig into the history. We, we did one of these episodes on Parade. Please yeah. check out that episode. Very different. It, very, very different than this episode, I promise you. This episode is kind of this appreciation of Shrek. Yeah. But because Shrek is such a known IP, I didn't want to just yeah. do an episode um, of Way Up Broadway on Shrek because I feel like we can really dig into yeah. what Shrek is. Um, and Shrek is this weird, weird thing that I feel like has a special place in everyone's heart. Yes. And before we, I would like, so I've done my research, you've done research. Yes. I would like, the, before we start, the fact that this is a musical is kind of baffling. In more than one way. Okay, so 
I'm glad you brought that up. The very idea that this exists in a musical medium betrays what Shrek was ever yeah. supposed to be. So if you think of Shrek, even just the way that Shrek opens, where look at the like. So for those who don't know, this was created by somebody who worked at Disney. Yes, it's basically a diss track to Disney. Oh yeah, like it, it, it's an, it's an incredible. If we could dig into that yeah. just for a moment of just the kind of history so he, he was like the, a big producer yep. um for uh disney in the 80s and 90s um let me see if i can grab his name very quickly jesse cadenberg yep a big producer in the 80s and 90s he gets passed up on a promotion yeah. so he like it's kind of alluded to that he got fired like yeah. it was getting the promotion or he was out yeah. so him and steven spielberg yeah what a dynamic um, duo formed dreamworks um and and Shrek in itself is a revenge tale. It is a diss track. So, um, this is also like the, this came out in two thousand one. Yes, this is coming off the heyday of the Disney classic musical. Yes, your Lion Kings, your Little Mermaids, where it's very your Beauty and the Beast, where everything starts with a storybook. Yeah, and it starts with the princess and the town, yep. and it's the I want more song. Yeah, and. The fact that so if you've never seen Shrek, um, this is probably a this, baffling episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler yeah, alert! If you've never seen Shrek, try it out. It's on Peacock. Um, <laughs> Pause it. Come back. Yeah, we'll be waiting. Not on Christian's Peacock though. Yeah, I had to cancel that. Yeah, to cancel Peacock. If you want us to have Peacock, send Christian. How much is it for the no ads version? <laughs> oh God, like nine bucks. Nine dollars. That's nine dollars <laughs> a month so that we can watch WWE. <laughs> And Shrek, occasionally, and Shrek, yeah. Um, and, and and the TV show of Ted, which I watched the first episode of last night, very good. But how we are you watching it? Um, the first episode is free. Okay. <laughs> Life <laughs> is hard. Um, I was about to be. Did you restart Peacock and not give me the password? No, 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 I did not. But um, going back to your point, is Shrek opens fairy tale. Yeah, it's we have the piano, we have the storybook, yeah. we have the typical. And do you know what Shrek does? You know what he does? rips the page out of the book. Yes. And he wipes his tushy with it. Yes. And do you know what then happens instead of a musical number? They tease the musical number. Yeah. Pop. Immediately. Somebody once told me the world is gonna roll me. Absolutely. And- like it's it's the best subversion yeah. in the world because it's like, hey, we know what you're expecting. Yeah. This is a movie about fairy tales. We're establishing this is about fairy tales. But do you know what? You know what? Track your fairy tales. Track your fairy tales. A lot of bleeps in this one. Um, there will be a few bleeps. Yeah, <laughs> because we're passionate about track. We do say the f word. We just don't really do it on here. Um, yeah. I have a lot of fun facts about track, and I yeah. don't know if we want to front load yeah. or we'll, space we'll, them out. We can space them out, but the fact that this is a musical is, is crazy because the existence of Shrek is an anti-musical. Yeah. Like it in itself, like is a subversion of musical yeah. and within the movie, they kind of make a joke about that yeah. throughout that they'll start to do the musical uh-huh. thing. And then like, like Fiona will be singing mm-hmm. to the birds and then the bird, bird dies. Up. Yeah. And, but like Shrek, the character can't exist within a musical because musicals like, there's the songs are the hidden things that the other characters don't get to know. Yeah. So we don't get to know about Shrek and and what like we do get to find out throughout the movie. Well, well, um, well the whole idea is the like the story fundamental thing about Shrek is he eventually can trust Donkey. Yeah. He eventually can trust Fiona and he can open up. Yeah. 
and as an audience, through those moments, we learn what those things are. The idea that he is just gonna sing his wants and desires, yeah, um, is you gotta is, work for him. Yeah, like it feels less earned. Yeah, but pause right there, Daniel. This is a phenomenal musical, yeah. and that's the crazy part of yeah, this. Yeah, that's what I've heard. I uh, I think um the the cast recording is much better than the pro shot. Pro shot is fun. It's yeah. lots of fun. But cast recording, phenomenal stuff. Brian Darcy James. Oh my yes. Um, the guy that plays uh, Farquad is somebody we've talked about before. Yeah, I don't remember his he, name. He, he he was um he was in prom. Yeah. Um he he is one of my absolute favorites. Um this musical. It's awesome. Yeah. Um, and it kind of plays with a lot of the making of um of Shrek. It plays yeah. with ideas that were back to the fifties, like ideas about mm. the original storybook of Shrek, because it was originally a storybook. Yeah. I like think it, it, was, it was like a part of the New Yorker magazine. Yes, originally. it was part of the new You did your homework. Yeah. I'm loving this. Yeah. Um original, like <laughs> if you look up the like the the animation, like the the graph, like the 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 old school Shrek, it's kind of frightening. Yeah, it looks like um, like Winnie the Pooh lived through Chernobyl. If I, <laughs> <laughs> that's a visual. Yeah, so um, very like very visual podcast today. We're we're painting art with. Painting. Honestly, I'm loving how this is starting. Yeah, but there always has to be a start. Yeah, this uh, is this is the one episode where we're gonna say Shrek a lot. Yeah, it, it's it's gonna be so. The, um, the, it's Shrek, Shrek guys. It's Shrek, Shrek. And of of course I'm gonna track and bleep all of these. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> but what we're not gonna bleep is we're gonna hear from Joel. Yeah, he's gonna give some knowledge to us, some track and solid tips. He 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 actually I, I talked to him on the phone this week was so excited about yeah. this week because this was something he he said that it was stuff he's always wanted to research but never yeah. really had a reason to. Yeah. Um. So it's just kind of because like for example, and he'll talk about it. I'm sure it, it like he um talked about like at the spoiler alert but i don't know if we, we, we if we'll even, listen along with them How about if, that? We'll, if we'll even play the song but like why in the world does the show end the same way the movie ends with um I'm, with I, i'm a believer i'm a believer because yeah. it's a bomb of a song the, the sound, but from a musical standpoint yeah. it's kind of they had to get the rights to do that yeah that's kind of crazy yeah this like the, the another thing about Shrek is the musical is phenomenal. The musical is next level. Not the musical, the soundtrack. Yes, yes. The, the soundtrack. soundtrack of Shrek is phenomenal. Um, but how about do you have Joel's already? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Why don't we just play it? Because I mean, is it gonna? You're right. You're is it right. gonna take you're away? Right. You're absolutely right. Who is our dramaturgist? Name is Joel Rainey. We're ready to hear him do explaining. He is so smart and we're grateful to have him. Listen to this if you want to learn facts. Yeah, he's our local dramaturge. And we're so happy that we have him on the podcast recording. All right. Well, welcome back to class. Open the door. Come on in. Have a seat. Get out your composition book. Get out your spiral notebook and let's take some notes. Okay. So this week, the question is, all right, stay with me on this. How is theater like church? Okay. Now I'm not going to get into any spiritual beliefs or specific religions or anything like that. But today... I want to tell you, I've always been struck by how much a theater experience is like an experience that you can have in church or any place of worship. Now, the basic theater design is very similar, all right? 
most churches, you know, have this central focus, a stage or an altar right there in front of us. Uh, the main stage is right there in front of us, elevated so that we can see everything really good. The audience or the congregation are seated in rows right in front, okay? The eyes of that congregation are usually going right towards that. And the lighting in a church, a sanctuary, or a stage is often brighter than every place else. I think most important is the fact that it is live. It is spontaneous. It is happening right now in front of us, okay? And we are all coming together as a group. Don't we do that in the theater? Now, if you're a routine theater goer, or a routine church goer for that matter, you're going to the same service every week, okay? You know basically the same people are going to be there, but that is not exactly true, because every week there's going to be someone who isn't there, someone who might be sick, someone who's on vacation. So it's really not the same group of people each week. Now, at the same time, if you go see a production of Rent on Friday night, you love it so much, so you're going to go back and see it again on Saturday night, it's going to be different because there's a different group of people in the room. And the actors on stage will be doing basically the same performance, but that is not completely true because they're going to react to what they are given by the audience. People are going to laugh at different lines. People are going to cough at different places. People may walk out at a different place in the show. So as a result, what the actors are given on stage is going to affect the show, and it's going to be a different show. Now, this is also true in church. It's not the same service every week, but we're dealing with a different group of people each week, right? So what is interpreted and what is said, those reactions that are a consistent part of the service are going to be different. And we are going to get a different experience, just like in the theater. Now, for me, one of the strongest similarities between church and theater are the rituals we have, okay? Obviously, in the church, we have like an opening hymn. We always have a sermon. We have an offertory. Some, sometimes we even have communion. And there's this sacredness and a, a ritual about how all these things are enacted up there on the altar. Now, there's also a bit of what is sacred in the traditions of the theater. If you're anything like me, when you walk into an old theater, it's kind of like walking into a church. You enter, and there are house lights up in that theater, and they may be a bit dim, and when the lights dim even more, we know that play is about to begin, a ritual. We applaud at the end of the show, a ritual. Nine times out of ten, there's a curtain call, another ritual. And we'll even give dirty looks to the other members of the theater when I'm frustrated by them crutching their ice or eating their potato chips. At least that's what I do. But most importantly, we are touched by the world that we get to experience or even eavesdrop a little bit during our time in that space. Uh, if you've ever been to Stratford, Ontario, there's a, a quartet of brass trumpets and all that who, who introduced the beginning of the show. Definitely a ritual, okay? All these consistent parts make the experience spontaneous and new and live. Now, for me, the strongest similarity between church and theater always, always, are the fact that there are these sacred traditions that are here, and when it is done, we are going to feel differently about our world. We're gonna feel differently about how we feel about uh, our life, our relationships, the people who are important to us, what it is we're trying to accomplish in this world. And for me, those are the things that are similar about those two experiences. So think about that. All right, now we're going to get to our musical for the week. Guys are very excited about this, Shrek. 
the musical. Uh, music by Janine Tesori and book by David Lindsay Abair, based on the old one DreamWorks animation film Shrek. There's also some elements in there from sequels, Shrek 2, Shrek Forever, based on the 1990 book. Now, yes, Janine Tesori, such a fan, such a fan, that's right. Now, I mean, she wrote things like Thoroughly Modern Millie, Caroline or Change, uh, Shrek, Fun Home, and Kimberly Akimbo, which we've, we've done on this show before. I mean, and what makes her amazing is because, I mean, listen to those shows. They do not all sound the same, which is a wonderful, wonderful thing. Uh, after a trial run in Seattle, the original Broadway production opened in December of 2008. It had a run of over 12 months, had a tour that followed. Um, it also appeared on the West End. It did very well there. Uh, if you're a pro, I mean, if you are a fan of the pro shot, this is one of the really, really good ones. It was released on Radical Media, on DVD, Blu-ray, all that, way back in 2013. The cast included... Brian Darcy James as Shrek, love him, Sutton Foster as Fiona, Christopher Sieber as Lord Farquaad, and John Tartaglia as Pinocchio. Um, an interesting thing about this, uh, if you uh, know the film, the animated film, you know it ends with the song, I'm a Believer. Um, in the production, the Broadway production, originally they just played it in the, as the audience was leaving the theater. And then they had a wonderful V8 moment and decided, well, let's have the entire company sing this and perform this, uh, which is really a highlight of the show, I think. Uh, Broadway production received a total of 12 Drama Desk nominations and eight Tony Award nominations, including Best Musical, uh, Acting Awards for Darcy James, Foster, Sieber. Uh, at the Tony Awards, the entire cast performed a section of Freak Flag uh, as uh, part of the opening number. Now, that production closed in 2010 after 441 performances. And at the time, it was one of the most expensive musicals to open on Broadway at an estimated cost of $25 million and got generally uh, good reviews, but it failed to recoup its initial investment. Um, and then went on to a national tour. Uh, they made a number of technical changes, especially when it came to the dragon. Um, as far as those reviews go, uh, there's a few that we can, we can talk about. Ben Brantley said, Shrek, for the record, is not bad. As the title character, a misanthropic green ogre who learns to love, the talented Mr. James is encumbered with padding and prosthetics. As the evil, psychologically maimed Lord Farquaad, the very droll Christopher Sieber, is required to walk on his knees with tiny fake legs dangling before him. And that is an initial uh, funny sight gag that soon drags. But he praised Sutton Foster as an inspired, take-charge, musical theater comedian. Uh, Ms. Foster manages to both to make fun of and exult in classical musical theater moves while creating a real full character at the same time. And uh, since then, I think that that's one thing that we have really learned about Sutton Foster. It is no wonder that she is doing Once Upon a Mattress right now in New York. We'll very soon be, be doing um, Mrs. Lovett in Sweeney Todd. Uh, yes, she is a capable leading lady, but boy, uh, when it comes to funny, uh, no one seems to be able to do it better. That is truly her forte. Um, now, a very interesting thing about Shrek, I think, is sort of parallels what Christian said last week about your good man, Charlie Brown. 
That is this. I think that much of the meaning of the show affects you depending on where you are in your lifetime. Okay? It can be very light and very superficial and very fun. But I really think it is about much more than that. Okay? Uh, when we have songs like uh, Freak Flag and all that, it really sort of brings home the, the idea that we live in a world that needs to be more inclusive. All right? Sometimes uh, it just matters where you are in your own revolution as a human being for us to see these things. Sometimes it just matters where you are in your own evolution as a, as a human being. I mean, when I saw this uh, the first time, I thought it was very light and very fun and all that. And now seeing it, uh, I really, really realize how important it is to be uh, inclusive of all and what a great world we have when we take advantage of everyone who is in it. All right. Enjoy Shrek. I think you're going to love it. Get out of our swamp, Joe. <laughs> hey, that was fun. That was fun. This is going to be a fun episode. Yeah. Um, so the deal when it's way on Broadway mm-hmm. is we're going to talk a lot. It's going to be less about um, the song so much and more about because we're, we're, we're picking isolated songs. We're not going to go through the whole show. Yeah. We're going to go through songs that I think kind of walk us through the plot. And we're going to talk about the plot kind of as it happens and tell the story of Shrek. So by the end of this, by listening to the songs and by listening to us talk about Shrek, you will get the whole story of Shrek. Yeah. We're storytellers today. Yeah. Um, just buckle in. This, is, this show is it's like an ogre. It's got a lot of layers. <laughs> I love that. And what's really fun, Daniel, you've never listened to this musical, right? No, I've never. And I think you're gonna love it. I yeah, really, really Brian do. Darcy James of Can't um, miss of uh Come on, tell me tell something me. rotten. Yes. And, um we also listened to him in Into the Woods. Yes, and he was also the original King George in um in Hamilton. Hamilton. Yeah. But he yeah. passed it up for something rotten. Yeah. <laughs> Look at you. You are a student of the game. Yeah, I remember. All right. Well, we're gonna do um the first song which is a bop are you ready yeah i've got a little shrek trivia here for you yeah this okay I'm going to name off some names, and I want you to tell me what they all have in common. Okay. So we've got um, Steve Martin, Brad Pitt, Angelina Jolie, Leonardo DiCaprio, Denzel Washington, Julia Roberts, Al Pacino, um, James Earl Jones, George Clooney, Christopher Walken, Ben Affleck, Clint Eastwood, Meg Ryan, Jim Carrey, and Robert De Niro. What do those people all have in common? Oh, God. Uh, they've all been nominated for Academy Awards. No. They all were offered the part of Shrek. That would be interesting. No. <laughs> I have no idea. None of these people have Hollywood stars on the Walk of Fame, but Shrek does. <laughs> <laughs> De Niro doesn't have a De star? De Niro doesn't have one. I mean, maybe he doesn't want it to. But, um, what? Yeah. but Shrek. The Shrek does. So, not the... Not Mike Myers, but Shrek. Mike Myers has one too. Here, see, this is his ceremony. That's incredible. So, just a little fact. But here we we listen to this song. This is Shrek's origin story, which we don't really get in the movie. Okay, so so this is actually based on the on the book from the fifties. Yeah. Um, where he would like send out to the world. Mm-hmm. 
um, to be an ogre, uh, where he sure that they don't include here that he can uh, breathe fire, eat lightning, <laughs> which is themes in the original uh, material. But what we yeah. do get is we get Shrek's parents, which is mm. something I feel like we always miss in the movies. Um, which is like he's just he's just a little ogre guy, and and he needs to go out into the world, and life sucks if you're an ogre. Yeah. Um. So for those who don't know, um, I'm gonna give a little bit of a backstory on what an ogre actually is. Okay. And I'm just reading straight from the Wikipedia page, so um, if if it sounds like that, that's why. Um. So the feminine version of ogre is ogress. If you didn't know, but uh, an ogre is a legendary monster depicted as large, hideous, man-like being that eats ordinary human beings, especially infants and children. Oh, that's terrifying. Ogres frequently feature in mythology, folklore, and fiction throughout the world. They appear in many classics, work of literature, and are often most associated with legends and fairy tales. Ogres are often depicted as inhumanly large, tall, and having a disproportionately large head, abundant hair, usually Unusually colored skin, a voracious appetite, a strong body. Ogres are closely linked with giants. Um, in both folklore and fictions, giants are often given orcish traits. Wow. So um, this is kind of funny. Um, famous examples of ogres in folklore and cool include ogre and Puss in Boots. Did you know that Puss in Boots is a fairy tale as well? Yes, I did know that, actually. I didn't know that. We're so, learning today. Yeah. Um, I have an ogre fun fact for you. Yeah. Okay, so this is wild. Uh, when it was originally being developed as 2D animation, the role was offered to Nick Cage. Yep. In which he declined the role because he didn't want children associating him with an ogre. What a dude. Instead, they associate <laughs> him with um, <laughs> everything else. <laughs> everything else. So, Nicholas Cage. Yes. Um, Can you imagine? Louisiana legend. Is he from Louisiana? No, but he has his, his plot in the famous uh, New Orleans Cemetery. Oh. Where he has like this huge pyramid, like that he's already paid for, and like I figured you maybe would know this because you know I don't know every piece of Louisiana folklore. In 2010, Nick Cage purchased the last two plots in New Orleans' thickly populated St. Louis Cemetery Number One. Wow! He had built on a nine-foot-tall cement pyramid mausoleum, apparently for his future self. But yeah, that's some sounds like a Nick Cage yeah. thing to do. Some say that Cage's love of voodoo motivated him to locate the tomb in the same ancient cemetery as Marie Laveau. Oh, okay. So back to the source material. Yes. Um, what did you think of the song? It was fun. You definitely kind of see why Shrek is the way he is. Yeah. Which a lot of us kind of already know. But yeah, it was fun. Uh, Brian Darcy James does a good. Um, Good impersonation. And you mentioned that Nicolas Cage was offered this. This role, so there's a couple of fun facts I have about the, the recording of this. Okay. So Chris Farley. Yes. Tommy Boy. Um, Beverly Hills Ninja. SNL. Was, yeah. Was also offered this role. And yes. He was, he was supposed to be the original Shrek. Fortunately, he passed away. Right. And so, they actually recorded mm -hmm. basically the whole thing and they and they like sketched it out. Yeah. And there is one scene that exists. Uh, you can find it on, on YouTube of him actually doing yeah. it. Yeah. So much different. Much different. Uh, speaking of much different, the first time um, that Michael Myers did this, he did not do the Scottish accent. Right. They actually had yeah. to re-record that. Like they recorded the entire thing. Yeah. And he like had an epiphany and was mm -hmm. like, I need to re-record it with this voice. Yeah. And uh mike myers disputes this but the producer claims it cost them an additional four million dollars to re reanimate to reanimate shrek but they were happy to do so 
So much so that uh, Steven Spielberg uh, called Mike Myers to personally thank him for his dedication to the role. Yeah. And as pay- payoff, he actually was in um, the next Austin Powers movie, mm-hmm. which is kind of fun. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. So, so what's happening here? Um, do, do, do you think the parent inclusion is a good inclusion? Yeah. I mean, it, it kind of makes it seem like this is him being on his own is normal and that he likes it. But we all know that that's not the case. The Shrek is a little bit more. It um, kind of grounds it in a weird way. Yeah. It ties it to the Fiona story. Yeah. Of parents also sent her away. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I, I'm, I'm all for this. Um, it's hard to beat that movie first scene. Yes. Of Shrek. Like, but I think it does a good and, job of you can visualize. Yeah. It's basically the same moment. Yeah. Um. So, okay. Story-wise, we're going to jump ahead. He's going to meet Donkey. Uh, yeah. Catch us up in the movie how that happens. So, I literally just watched this. Um, it, it's not just here where I forget things instantly. It's my whole life. Uh, <laughs> I think he just kind of shows up in his swamp because Lord Farquaad, fun fact, Farquaad, I feel like, I don't know if this is 100% true, is a play on the word Farquaad. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and it's based off of like a head executive at Disney. Well, it was the it was the the head of Disney. And if yeah. you actually show their pictures side by side, yeah, there is a resemblance there. Yeah. So, um, Lord Farquaad has um, been trying to rid the what is the town's name? Uh, Duloc. Duloc. He's trying to rid Duloc of all these fairy tale creatures. He's putting them in cages. He's he's shipping them out of the city because he thinks that'll make the city uh, a better place. And Donkey escapes from this and stumbles upon Shrek's swamp. Shrek meets Donkey, and we kind of, at least in the movie, I don't know where we're going next. Shrek is like, "Get out of my swamp, Donkey!" <laughs> and so. Have you been practicing that in the mirror all morning? I've I do it at least once a week, even without this podcast. Um, <laughs> it's just so fun to do. Um, but in the movie, um, all of a sudden, Shrek is he kicks him out. Donkey's being sat outside. Then all of a sudden, the mice run across the table, and then he realizes that there are all the fairy tale creatures in the swamp, and he asks them why, and they tell him it's Lord Farquaad. And as a result, um, he's like, well, I'm going to go talk to this dude. I'm going to get my swamp back. But the only person who knows or who is willing to go with Shrek to show him where Farquaad is, is Donkey, the person that Shrek probably least would like. It's kind of like, um, um, I don't know if, if you've ever had that kid in class that like answers every question. And um, and the teacher's like, anybody else know the answer to this? Because the kid asked, it's like, they're really yes, annoying. Yeah, yes, yeah. He, he, he is at like raising his hand a little mm-hmm. too much. Um, yes. So what we're going to listen to is um, Donkey's, uh, you might call it his I want song. Yeah. His, his I need you to be my best friend. Yeah. Which we've uh, all been there. Yeah. Yeah. I, like this song is a song I relate to because like I've been on both sides yeah. these, of both the Shrek and Donkey part. Hey, 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 you gotta let me go with you You don't know what it's like to be considered a freak Well, maybe you do But that's why we gotta stick together Donkey No, 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 no. don't speak, don't speak, don't speak Just hear me out I might surprise you I'll be a friend when others despise you Don't roll your eyes Stop with the moping You need a path my calendar's open 
bring you soup when you feel congested. I'll bail you out when you get arrested. I got your back whoa, 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 when things get scary. And I'll shave it when it gets hairy. Well, that's a friend. Don't <laughs> you ready for another Shrek fact? I'm so ready. So if we want to kind of paint a picture of Shrek's actual size, I think that it's very, like, if you're looking for, like, somebody that I would say everybody knows to kind of compare the size of what of what Shrek actually is. Okay. Shaquille O'Neal. Oh, my God. He is seven foot, um, one, seven feet, one inch tall. He wears a size 22 shoes. Same oh size my. as Shrek, about the same height. Um, Shrek's probably a little thicker. Um <laughs> But um, but yeah, just imagine that. <laughs> just imagine Shrek. Shrek. Yeah, Shrek. 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 Christian, like Shaq and Shrek. Shrek. Oh, that's good. Shrek. 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 Shrek is. Have you seen the Shrek is love? Shrek is life. Oh, we're not gonna get into that. Yeah, we'll just mention it. Um, it's real weird. Yeah, don't 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 do look it. it up. Don't. It's it's. There's th- things where people are like, hey, do, do yourself a favor. Don't look this up. Um, and they're actually wanting you to go look it up. This is not one of those. No, things. like truly, it's don't. It's it's it's, it's don't do it. It's, it's just yeah, but not that, a good that time. goes to show how permeated our culture and society has become with Shrek, where Shrek has now become Shrek has even become a perverse concept to some yeah, people. Yeah, they're yeah, rule thirty four. Rule thirty four. You know what rule thirty four is? No. Rule 34 is that if it exists, there is a adult version of it somewhere. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, just overall Shrek, like I watched a video a while back. This is, I was just bored. And, and I, sometimes my YouTube just gets on these like weird, like video essays. And this one was about all of the, uh, the, the Shrek branded products. Do you remember the Shrek ketchup? The green ketchup. Yeah, I do. There's like, there's like pretty much anything you could imagine. Of Shrek. Of Shrek. I remember Shrek shampoo. Yeah. I do remember that. Um, the Shrek video games were fun. Yeah, the Shrek video games. They even had the Shrek 3 uh, cups from McDonald's that had to be recalled because they had lead in them. Oh, I didn't know that. Yep. You learn something new every day, but there are so many Shrek products out there that it, it's just kind of wild. They just turn everything green, kind of like uh, the... Chicago River, uh, whatever river that is on St. Patrick's Day. I have one more fun fact for you about okay. about casting. Again. Yeah. Um, when it was going to be the 2D version, um, another person like that it was yeah. reached out to was Bill Murray as Shrek. Oh, yeah. yeah, I've heard that. And, um, and who was it? And Steve Martin as yeah. Donkey. Yeah, I saw that too. A much different film. The, oh, for sure. But a fun one. A fun yeah, one. Yeah, like everyone involved like has a different but good vibe about it that yeah. like that would probably be fun and then also uh in early talks um fiona the comedian janine garofalo was was oh i'm sure you would know her if you if you saw her she was in freaks and geeks um yeah janine garofalo okay so so catch me up on as you understand fiona's mm. story and, and if you want are to we already to that we're, skipping well, over donkey? We're, we're about to introduce fiona okay but we don't want to talk about donkey well we can talk about donkey too yeah, talk, See, talk to talk to me about donkey. so donkey exactly how Christian is treating him is is this poor fellow who all he wants to do is provide love. He wants to be loyal, and he just needs somebody that will allow them to be loyal to. Have you ever met somebody like that? Like Never a, in my life. Like no, a, no, yeah, yeah. Like, like a like, sad little puppy that just wants somebody to follow. Yeah, and um, 
that's if if you're saying that about a person it's kind of sad but we're talking about a donkey so it's not as sad <laughs> <laughs> but uh but yeah he wants to be shrek's friend so bad and kind of in the movie they kind of use this to paint the picture that this is the first like shrek he likes to be alone but does he like to be alone because that's how things are and have you ever like had like a situation where you kind of say you like something but you don't yeah but, but because it's just it. what what your life is yeah. so it's like it's better oh if you I, I you like it i like yeah it's so you shrek is like it I, even I, oh, i'd rather be alone but in reality it's, it's because nobody kind of gives shrek the time of day because he's yeah. just shaquille o'neal a scary shaquille o'neal a scary shaquille um, o'neal yes that eats children and infants although like he doesn't eat children and infants maybe he did like in a past life yeah uh, uh, well i'd like to think he's breaking the generational yeah. curse yeah i, I he's so breaking the wheel has this scene happened in the in the musical yet have we already skipped over where um Farquad is torturing are we going to get to that or uh that will happen just not in song form okay we'll talk about it in a little bit because that is one of yes. my favorite scenes of shrek <laughs> and it was one of those scenes that kind of made me think of like i appreciate this a lot more as an adult because it's very like it's very fun yes absolutely um so talk to me a little about shrek 2 and yeah. kind of fiona's origin story oh i didn't know i had to research shrek 2 uh, I I literally I was like I asked Emily I was like is this this is like the Shrek one right and she's like yeah it's like Shrek one I was like okay um, well I, I just wanted a little bit more context but the basic story is are we getting ahead of ourselves though for those who may not know the story of Shrek no because okay. it's the next song in the show okay it's like her introduction story but you kind of have to understand why she was in the tower why was she oh, in yeah, the tower yeah. because her dad put her there yeah it was part of it because she uh, was cursed yeah. Um, so she was um, put in the tower to, like, her whatever birthday. Yeah. Well, it wasn't even to a birthday. It's just until a prince would show show yeah. up, kiss her, and if it's true love kiss, then the curse is broken is the yeah. simplistic version of that. And in the movie, though, like, Lord Farquaad, like, because the art introduction to Fiona is Lord Farquaad. Yes. So in the movie, they, they kidnap the mirror on the wall. And um, he kind of, he's like, I, who do I want to be to be happy? And he's like, here are your options of princesses. And they have, I think it's Cinderella, um, Snow White, and then Fiona. Yes. And um, all of his guards are kind of chanting like, pick two, pick two. It's like this game show and everything. Yes. Um, but yeah. Um, and that's where the story kind of begins. And she is not a traditional, or if I, I could be wrong. I feel like she is a unique character to Shrek. The story, probably not unique, but like Fiona is not like a classical fairy tale. No, not a, a classical fairy tale, but rooted in the classical tropes of of like the, the Sleeping Beauty, the um, yeah. um, Rapunzel, mm. like Princess and Tower. Yeah. Uh, with, the, with the True Love's Kiss aspect of Snow White. So yeah. she really is this hybrid princess that's just the almost audi audience standard of what we understand a princess to be, yeah. but then a dramatic subversion when she is a spitfire. Yeah. Uh, but 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 we're going to get caught up on her story through this next song. This is a very fun song of mm -hmm. kind of um, Fiona through, through the years. Yeah. Settling girls, it's story time. There's a princess in a tower Oh my gosh, that's just like me. Poor Rapunzel needs a haircut. 
but the witch won't set her free. She passes time by singing like someone else I know. As years go by, she sits and waits. As years go by, uh-oh, a torturous existence. I don't remember this part. She wishes she were dead. Skip ahead, skip ahead. But in the end, Rapunzel finds a millionaire. The prince is good at climbing and braiding golden hair. So I know he'll appear, cause there are rules and there are strictures. I believe the storybooks I read by candlelight. I know it's today. I know it's today. So... Did did you recognize the voice of her? Um, no, but I'm gonna have to ask if is it Christian Chenoweth? <laughs> no, it's Sun Foster. Okay, yeah, from yeah. Uh, Millie and um, and uh, Music Man and all yeah, Sun Foster. We we love her, or maybe some people don't. I don't. I think people love her. Yeah, uh, Shrek fact. Ready? Yep. Um, Shrek comes from the Yiddish word for awful. That's awful. Yep. Yep. That's Shrek. That's Shrek. <laughs> Instead of calling things awful, call them Shrek. Yep. Makes it seem better. Um, but that might be a compliment because Shrek is a love beloved figure. Well, you see, at the at the very end of the song, she said how many days that, like 8,423 yeah. days that she's been in the tower. Uh-huh. That equates to about 23 and a half years. Yeah. So we have, we have an approximate age. Yeah, 23 and a half. Was she put in there as an infant? I don't think so. I always thought she was like, um, like four or five. Or yeah, something. you got to be able to like take care of yourself a little bit. Yeah, um, but so, this is this is a very fun song. Yeah, on stage it's it's very cool because you get three different Fionas and you really understand like her full story of just how long she's she's been there. Um, what did you think of this song? Um, I, I thought it was great. Um, how old do you think Shrek is? I think like 25. That's weird. <laughs> what? It's because like if you think of a 25-year-old, you don't think of somebody who has anything figured out. Well, I don't think No he, offense to 25-year-olds. I, I don't think he does have anything figured out. Well, that I feel like that changes the way I look at Shrek then. I kind of think of Shrek as like this, like at least 35. Like this dude that's Whoa. just yeah, kind of over it. You can be over it at 25. But this is like Shrek that's like three years removed from college. Like, yeah, that's a little, okay. Yeah, that that is how I see Shrek. Well, is, is there a a canon answer on this? So, on the musical, it says that on his seventh birthday, Shrek was sent away by his parents because of ogre tradition. He is seen traveling uh, along, being either screamed at or teased by by passing bys. So we know at least he's seven or older, which isn't a surprise, but it's a start. Also, in Shrek the musical, it's claimed Fiona was imprisoned in a tower. Um, when she was seven years old, she spent at least 16 years in the tower until Shrek rescued her. She was rescued at age 30, it says. Um, so here's something interesting that could okay. happen. You, so she was put in the tower at seven. Okay. Shrek was kicked out at seven. So we're led to believe that they're about the same age. They're about age. the same age. So, so if she was in the tower for 23 years... That would yeah. put them both at 30. 30. So, yeah, that I feel like that's... Okay. So wow. These are, these, I feel like we, we, we <laughs> really did some deep diving there. Uh, like, I think it's important to under... Like, like I'm about to turn 30. Um, are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine. I've got a, a two more months. <sighs> Shit, I've only got one more month. Oh. Oh. It really <laughs> creeped up <laughs> it on you. Me. Like, yeah, and like um, less than a month 
because March first is my birthday, and like I'm always, you always get the the crabby end of the stick because there's only 28 days. So in less than a month, I'll be 30. Wow. <sighs> okay, <laughs> we're, we're doing great. We are doing great. So Shrek, uh, is 30 Shrek, years yes. old, I, but I feel like that's the adequate age for Shrek. He's lived enough of the adult experience to be bitter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he's lived a hard enough life because I feel like at 25, like for some people, 25 life can have beaten you down pretty hard. But like on a on a, a regular curve, I feel like 25, it's things haven't quite gotten real for you yet. You're, a lot of people are still in their parents' insurance. Yeah, that's so, true. That's a fact. Um, yeah, like and that's that very much is the thing. Like when you're 25, is you think you kind of yeah. have it figured out. Uh, but every year from the age. 18 on every year you will look back at the last year and be yeah. like i didn't know anything yeah. and it never stops <laughs> yeah I'm so like i i am still surprised that i am an adult like i i feel like i have so much to learn but uh you know what we need to have so much to learn about and that's the rest of the shrek story before we get yes absolutely uh, if you want to talk about the Muffin Man. The Muffin Man. The Muffin Man. The Muffin Man. To do my gumdrop buttons. Do do you want to do it? What do you want to do? The Muffin Man scene. I thought we just did it. Do you want to do the actual scene? We we, we can find it. Yeah. <laughs> For anyone who don't remember, Mongo is the supersized gingerbread man that that they like ride on. Oh, and. The second one. Might be the first one. Second one. Oh, it's you. What a terrific surprise. And look at you. It's torture time. Bring in the cookie. No. No. I won't. I won't speak. Oh, it's you. Run, run, run as fast as you can. You can't catch me. I'm the gingerbread man. You're a monster. I'm not the monster here. You are. You and the rest of the fairy tale trash poisoning my perfect kingdom. It's not a kingdom, because you're not a king. Oh, but I will be, just as soon as I find a princess to marry. And and I hear you know one of them. Tell me where she is. Bite me! That's it. My patience has reached its end. Present the device of torture. Farquaad's guards pull out a torture device, a rolling pin, a giant spatula, an egg beater, and a carton of milk, etc. Uh, uh, now wait a minute. Let's not get crazy. Maybe I have heard of a princess. From who? Do you know the Muffin Man? The Muffin Man? The Muffin Man. Yes, I know the Muffin Man who lives on Dreary Lane. Well, I heard it from the Muffin Man. The Muffin Man? The Muffin Man! He heard it from the Muffin Man! Can I go now? You haven't told me where she is. I can't. You must. I won't. Tell me or I... No, not the buttons. Not my gumdrop buttons. That was fun. Scene. (laughs) That was fun. That was fun. That's going to clip well. Yeah. Um, Because here on Way of Broadway, we're always trying to do, we're, we're trying to, we're trying to incorporate li- little pieces of, of material in there. So that was lots of fun. But that is that scene. Um, d- earlier, so you want to talk about that scene a little bit. Do you love that scene? You said as yeah, an adult, I thought you it was, have a new appreciation. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's very adult. Like, it's it's torture. Like, the scene of them filling up the milk um, to dunk him in, like, waterboarding, and then bringing in the mirror and telling that story of like a game show it's just it's fun okay so shrek and donkey end up going to Duloc to Duloc. talk to farquad um kind of talk us through what happens there and then we'll do this introduction song to farquad yeah so um so in this scene with the gingerbread man we learn 
of Fiona and how she's captured. So Farquaad holds a tournament to find somebody to go rescue her because he cannot be bothered to do it for himself. So when they arrive at Duloc, it's like a ghost town. Yes. There's nothing around there. Um, and then uh, they kind of hear cheering. And I don't... Are we going to listen to the scene where he... So this song is the picture box... What's up, okay. Duloc? Okay, into so. into it's that song from the movie transitioned into a. This is who Farquaad is. Okay, it's his introduction. Okay, are you ready? Yeah. Welcome to Duloc, such a perfect town. Here we have some rules. Let us lay them down. Don't make waves, stay in line, and we'll get along fine. Duloc is a What a terrific surprise. Once upon a time, this place was infested. Freaks on every corner, I had them all arrested. Hey, nanny, 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 no. If you had a quirk, you didn't pass inspection. We all have our standards, but I will have perfection. And so... And so... Things are looking up here in Duluc. Just take a look. The things I'm so he doesn't seem so bad in this song. <laughs> Besides the fact that he's kicking all the fairy tale people out. But you kind of forget about that with how fun it's, the song it's is. It's important to me that you know at the very end of that song... Uh-huh. Um, he like after where the album cuts uh-huh. um he goes and you're never gonna bring me down uh he does the wicked bit uh-huh. like he does the mm-hmm. ending of um defying gravity oh. which is kind of fun on stage have you heard the the funky version of defying gravity on no. tiktok no, no, it's no. really good yeah i'll send it to you uh but That's yeah cool. there's lord farquaad yes yeah. Um, and to, to keep in mind, because how this looks on stage is he does this whole show from his knees. Yeah. Elf style. Yes. Uh, is that how they do it in an elf? Elf. Yeah. The elf the musical. Yep. <laughs> I have not uh, had the honor of yeah, uh, <laughs> watching that, that yeah. fine piece of, uh, uh, musical theater. Um, but yeah. Oh my God. The difficulty of that of doing, of really doing any kind of performance art from, from your knees. Like I feel like uh-huh. it's just incredible. Like people who can like sing while seated, like at yeah. a really high level is kind of crazy. I think the, the most famous like, um, iteration of this, like outside of musical theater is by, you know, Tim Conway, the, the famous actor. Um, I know the name. Yeah. He was, he did a lot of stuff back in the day. Um, but he had a character called Dorf. Oh, um, D O R F, where he he did that as well. It was kind of like a skit. 
That's cool. That's yeah. cool. So some of um, our, our older listeners might might know of Dwarf. <laughs> and a sidebar, but when we watched Waitress a, a few weeks back, I was floored in the most of she used to be mine in that pro shot. Uh-huh. She does sitting down on yeah. the couch, which is just incredible. Everyone should go uh, pay that $15. Do it. It's worth yeah, it. Pay the money. Um, but so that's our kind of introduction of Farquaad. Um do you, do you have thoughts on on his rendition He's of character fun. so far? Yeah, it's very fun, very musically. I, I enjoyed it. It was a good experience for my ears. Okay, so talk me through all the way up to rescuing Fiona because we're gonna skip around a little. Okay, bit. so Shrek enters the courtyard and um, they're having this competition, and then it turns into um, um, you hear "Reputation" by Joan Jett. And he just starts whipping wrestling style, may I add. A wrestling <laughs> match breaks out in the middle of Shrek. And it's really fun. One of my favorite scenes. We're talking clotheslines. We're talking drop kicks. We're talking kitchen Leg sinks. holes. Yeah, like he's doing, like, it's legitimately a, a wrestling match uh, happening there. Um, maybe Giant Baba-esque. <laughs> Um, they say Shrek is uh, visually is based on this French wrestler from like the 30s yeah, and 40s. Yeah, I saw that too. Yeah. Um, so m- maybe that's their fun little o- homage yeah. to that reference. They've never like admitted that. Mm-hmm. People just have um, assumed. But I like to think that's them confirming that. Um, so he, he defeats all the people and he wants his swamp back. And Farquaad is like, yeah, I'll give you your swamp back if you do this thing for me, please. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he'll give him the deed to his swamp if he rescues Fiona. Fiona and um, brings him back. And now we're on a quest on a yeah. quest. Like this, um, this is where we get the infamous um, Shreks are like ogres, donkey scene where he tries to explain that there are layers to him. And Shrek and Donkey's trying to understand it. And that shows like the good hate, good hearted nature of Donkey. Yes. Uh, he's trying to understand Shrek. And and, Shrek, and is, Shrek, I don't think, has ever had the opportunity to open up yeah. like that, which mm-hmm. is such a fun thing. So um, talk me through all the way to rescuing her, escaping the castle, yeah. dragon. Talk me through all that. So they, they, they get there. There's a dragon. They rescue Fiona. And Fiona, when she is rescued, her expectations are like you counted like she'd been in this this castle for 23 years where she is been thinking about the day of her rescue for so long and it it doesn't really live up to her expectations and she's not super thrilled about that yeah to, to the point that they haven't defeated the dragon yeah they just kind of it's shrek not not the prince charming yeah. that was promised um and they like don't like gracefully escape the tower. They escape with their lives. Barely. Yeah. Um, so they travel a bit, they end up and, and it's about to be sunset. So she needs to set up camp and Shrek listens to her. And yeah. normally he wouldn't listen to someone telling tell him what to do, but for, for, for whatever reason he does. Yeah. And this next song, it's one of my, one of my favorite songs in all of musical theater, like truly to my top 10. I love the song a lot. I feel like um, you say that at least once an episode. It depends on the episode, but this one genuinely, I love it a lot. It it and it kind of plays with the idea from the original children's novel that Shrek, like all that he wanted, like wasn't to get his swamp back in the original material. It was to become a knight, um, and this kind of plays with this idea of what Shrek wants, like his yeah. desires. Which, if you if you have issue with the musical existing in principle, I understand why you wouldn't like the song. Yeah. But this song is awesome so we're just gonna dig dig into the song and i really hope you enjoy it 
I guess I'd be a hero with sword and armor clashing, looking semi dashing, a shield within my grip. Or else I'd be a Viking and live a life of daring while smelling like a herring upon a Viking ship. I'd sail away, I'd see the world, I'd reach the farthest reaches. I'd feel the wind, I'd taste the salt and sea And maybe storm some beaches That's who I'd be That's who I'd be Or I could be a poet And write a different story One that tells of glory And wipes away the lies Into the skies I'd throw it The stars would do the telling the moon would help with spelling and night would dot the eyes I'd write. So we really get to see who Shrek is in this instant. And he, he would love to be a hero. Yeah, like that like his deepest desire here is he just wants to be the guy. He wants he wants to be smart, he wants to be yep. clever, he wants to be strong, he wants he wants to be all these things. And what's so hard about this song is it gets to the point of but like but I'm not those things. Like, like I am what is be- hated. He cannot be those things, and it's like, no, it's like it's like when you want to be able to sing, but you can't. There's nothing you could do to to sing. Like if you sing bad, you can right. get some training, but like it's not a skill you can learn. And I feel like that's how Shrek thinks about him being the hero. It's just like something that is impossible. Right, right. Which 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 is tough because like this is a character that very much. Like, I think an audience in musical movie, yeah. it doesn't matter, that you just root for. Um, and I love this insight. And, in like, it is one of those insights that, like, goes into, like, uh, the my, quote, headcanon of, yeah. of the movie, too. Like, I do believe this is the same mm-hmm. character, so this is the same kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, and, and all three characters kind of talk about their desires here and which is like this is to me like the perfect i want song Mm -hmm. and it's the end of the first act which is fun it's a great ending of an act fiona is also an ogre as well like she has this is it a curse yes that after sunset she turns into an ogre yeah um and so she wants true love's kiss so she doesn't have to be an ogre yeah um there you go yes um so we're, we're gonna skip ahead a little bit um I'm not sure if this moment happens in the movie, but where is there a moment in the movie where where they're kind of arguing about like who had it harder growing up? So I'm going to be honest with you, I didn't finish the movie. Oh. I tried to. Uh, Dio wasn't having it. That's I'm fair. A, I'm gonna throw him under the bus. <laughs> <laughs> so I think this is the last scene that we just talked about where I have have seen the movie of. Okay, okay. So we're, we're, we're going to do we're, our very best here. We're back. We're way off Broadway now. <laughs> well, yeah. It's, it's, so, yeah. We, we're we going to jump ahead to this song where they're just kind of arguing over who had a tougher childhood. Yeah. And I think people do that. There's there's some people that do that too, like a T, where um, you can't say something without them trying to one-up you. And yeah. those people are exhausting. Exhausting. Don't be one of those people. Don't be one of those people. We've all had it hard. We've all had it. Don't let it define you. Yeah. There are things you don't know. You know. About me. About how rough I had it. What? In that cushy tower of yours? Cushy? Are you kidding? I had nothing in that tower. 
Fighting boredom by the hour Princess lonely Walking circles I had only Bare essentials, army cot A hot plate and a chamber pot And every morning I would boil it No choice, I had no toilet Just a view of devastation Out one window, isolation In my bedroom And very little headroom Twenty years I sat and waited I'm very dedicated On the walls, the days were added Luckily those walls were padded So I think I got you beat I think I got you So this is where they kind of, they're competing, but they also kind of come into, like, I'm going to compare this to another movie that has a, a great story. This is the scene in Cars. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Where Sally and Lightning McQueen go on a ride together. Okay. And they bond over who had it worse. And at the end, they have a burp and fart off, which was not fun listening in headphones. <laughs> it was a little, it was a little, um, a little, not as hungry as I was before that song. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. Um, it, it, it's kind of cool because they're both going through like their tough childhood yeah. and both had a tough childhood. And like, it's doing that song thing where they're in different places in the song. Yeah. So it's not lining up. They're not listening to each other until mm. they like the same moment happens musically yep. of of dad and mom sent me away mm-hmm. uh, and then they realize oh my god we both came from the same thing we both have the same story started from the bottom now we're here yes um and and then like from there that they have that moment of realization and then um farts 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 burps burps burps, burps, burps. fart burp fart burp laughs uh daniel takes off headphones um and we're here. <laughs> um, so other than that, is this a song you liked? Yeah, I probably wouldn't listen to the last minute of it ever again. But That's that's fair. Yeah. Um, now what's interesting is musicals sometimes can take a source material and give it a little more flavor, a little more yeah. context to think we wouldn't consider. Yeah. So we're going to get a song from Farquaad. That's a very fun song. Yeah. Um, you mean Farquaad? Yeah. <laughs> Where and, and we're gonna get a little more background on him, and this is original to the musical. Yeah. Uh, but again, I accept this as absolute fact. Um, are you ready for for this fun piece of piece of music? Yeah. For those who don't know, Farquaad's really short. I know we kind of talked about that, but yeah, he is very short. My daddy was a miner, so he wasn't much around. Foraging for diamonds, a life spent underground Daddy didn't talk much, he barely said hello He simply muttered, hi-ho <laughs> And off to work he'd go Daddy was grumpy Mama. Would you like to unpack that? Yeah, so this is kind of a story we hear a lot in in thing where you have the the absent dad that just wasn't that great all around did you catch who the dad is no i rewinded a touch okay he simply muttered hi ho oh work he'd go so his dad was grumpy 
was grumpy. Yes. Oh, wow. So there's a little bit of hate behind him. Yeah. Because he had a bad dad who was a fairy tale creature. Yes. Um, Which so- makes the, it, it weird, though, in the movie. Mm-hmm. Where the the magic mirror was like, um, he she lives with four little four men or seven men, but it's not what you think. Um, one of those men is his dad. That's is why his dad. So that's probably why he didn't pick Snow White. Yeah, that probably is. <laughs> yeah. Um, we're gonna keep on going in the song, but we're also also gonna hear about the mom. Yeah, let's go. My mama was a princess who left her crown behind. Daddy was a true love, so mama didn't mind. I never knew my mama. Can you pause it real quick? She could have been a queen. I just love, like, there's this, like, very solid group of seven, like, best friends. And, like, whoever Farquaad's mom is becomes, like, the Yoko Ono of the group. <laughs> <laughs> Grumpy used to be real cool until, <laughs> until she came around. <laughs> he doesn't mind worth yeah. anything anymore. <laughs> Married way beneath her, beneath her knee, I mean. <laughs> oh, Daddy's bed was lumpy, so mommy couldn't sleep. Daddy built a new one, so tall and so steep. Twenty-five mattresses she slept upon. One night she rolled over. Do you get that? The twenty-five mattresses she slept upon. No. So, um. There's actually, um, this, this this is a great story. It, it's The Princess and the Pea. Okay, I'm not familiar with that one. Okay, this might be fun someday. Uh, but, because there, there's a fun show of this. Uh, but it's basically, there was a princess who had to prove that she was a princess. And if she was a real princess, then if you put 25 mattresses on it, but you put a tiny pea at the bottom, uh-huh. if she was a real princess, then she would feel the pea and not have a good sleep. Interesting. So in this rendition, she slept upon 25 mattresses, fell off, and died. And Dead. that's what made Grumpy grumpy. That's interesting. Can I can I say, sometimes fairy tales is like, who wrote that stuff? Like, just because they're old doesn't mean we have to keep telling those stories. That is a very dumb story. <laughs> like, <laughs> that is a very dumb story. So um, the musical is called Once Upon a Mattress. Okay, and I it's going back, uh, they're doing this big concert of it, and then it's probably going back to Broadway in yeah. like the next year. Cool. So um, at some point, this might be something we talk about a little bit more. Yeah. Um, it's a very fun show. Um, but uh, I, I will press play. But but yes, that's a take on The Princess and, and the Pea. You know what I was thinking about the other day? What's up? You know in like the stunt movies um, where they jump off the buildings, they have those like little parachutes? Yeah. How'd they figure out exactly how to do that? There had to be some trial and error. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, yeah. That the, there, there would have to be, and that is a very scary thought. Yep. So let's uh, next song. <laughs> and Mama was gone, so Daddy was grumpy. Me and my old man, a tale as old as dirt. A bitter, distant father in a tiny undershirt. So Daddy pause. up and left me. Grumpy wife died, mm-hmm. leaves Farquad, yes, and then heads to the mines. So he, but then hi ho hi ho hi ho work I go. He's still like, but Grumpy is grumpy about it. But is he always gr- like so? He's always grumpy. Yes, from he's this just, moment on, he is grumpy. But if he was was he he was grumpy before? 
No. At what point does he become grumpy, though? I think he had a different name, and then his wife died, and then he said, this is what I identify as. So you're telling me that it was, like, sleepy, drowsy, angry, yes. hungry. And if we go by a like once Fred. upon a time logic, yes, they had a name, and then um, their life-defining thing happened, and the name appears on the pickaxe, and that's who they are now. So it's just like at one point, like these are all coworkers. Yeah, and with it's names like, like sleepy, grumpy, hungry, and then it's just like Fred. It's like a name badge thing. And then Fred has like a bad day, and then like, and then Fred becomes grumpy. Grumpy, yeah. Daddy was grumpy. It's a fun song. It's though. a great song. It's, it's kind it's, of like um. It's my um. When I come home with my family, if we're all because we'll all end up. Getting, getting drinking a bit and um, yeah, doing you, and doing musical and doing musical karaoke, this this ends up being like my go to fun yeah. song. I want to go on a weekend, and you guys are listening. I want to come and get the nonstop drinking experience of New <laughs> Orleans because that seems so fun for those any who follow Christian on social media. Anytime he goes home, it's just nonstop drinking. It's a marathon. It's a marathon. And it's a fun time. I am impressed, and I want in. <laughs> so next time heather you're staying home <laughs> and i'm coming we're doing a live episode of way off broadway on bourbon street oh my god that'd be so much fun well actually we're gonna do a parade version we're gonna just gonna schedule a parade <laughs> and we're gonna get a float and we're just gonna do way off broadway through the streets of new orleans yes that that would be tons of fun so uh joel uh, mother mary if you guys could look into getting the permits ready for us <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but 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 yeah, like like that. That's one of the consistent things. Yeah. Like what we'll do is, is we'll we'll drink a bit and then do kind of like Broadway karaoke. Yeah, um, which is like always the best time. It's, yeah, yeah. It's it's probably um, like among my favorite things in the world uh, because it's also moments where like because my dad doesn't do like like because. Because, like, shows aren't always actively available. Yeah. Like, we don't get to see him perform as much as we used to be um, just because we were, like, growing up in the house. So in those moments when he, he blesses us, he gives us a song or yeah. two, it's it's incredible and everyone cries because he is very, very talented. Um, anyway, I'm going to press play. Are you ready? Yeah. Dead. Now he lives in squalor. Sleeping seven to a bed. <laughs> oh, if you could only see me now, Daddy. I uh, love that song. I love that song. I love the backstory of Farquaad. Um, it it kind of gives him a, a little more oomph. Like, he's yeah. less one-dimensional villain. He's like, oh. It doesn't make what he's doing acceptable, but it makes it more understandable. Yes, he, he has something to prove. Mm-hmm. Um, and... If you have something to prove, uh, prove to us that uh, you want to leave a great review. Oh, uh, <laughs> no, that was okay. bad. Okay, I'm, I'm going to leave it in. I'm going to leave so it in sorry. so these people know what the Trick. fuck you did wrong. Oh, man, it was a bad, it was a bad segue. <laughs> yeah. uh, but but if you would like to re- leave a review, that would be great. It helps us reach yeah. more people if mm-hmm. you like what we're doing. We'll we, read it on air, too. We, we will read it on let air. Let me see if there's a, a recent one. I don't think there has been, but I haven't checked in a while. Yeah, last one was September 6th. So, come on, y'all. <laughs> it was a very nice review. Uh, but, yeah. Very cool. Well, that was uh, the Ballad of Farquaad, which was a true ballad indeed. Um, now, from here, story-wise, we're kind of getting the, the Shrek and Fiona relationship yeah. a little bit. Um, and 
through through that we we are the night before he's going uh, that that they're meeting up with Farquaad, uh-huh. um, and Shrek is going to tell her how he feels, um, which which to anyone is hard, and he's just trying to find the words. Yeah, um, and we know when he when he goes to tell her that he over wrongly overhears her saying who could love a ugly hideous ogre but we're, yeah. we're going to jump right before that moment okay those are the moments that always bump me out in movies too princess i how's it going first of all good uh, good for me too i'm okay um, i picked this flower right over there is where it grew and I don't really like it, but it made me think of you because it's pretty. Is what I'm trying to say. And you are also pretty, but I like you anyway. So please accept this flower with its petals and a stem, which represent my feelings and tells you. When words fail, what will I do? When words fail, how will she know how I feel? When words fail, poor Shrek. Poor Shrek. Um, this is a very human song, like mm-hmm. the, the very when you're just trying to find the right words. Yeah. There really isn't the right words. It's just saying it, and like he puts it, she'll understand. Um. But it does not go the way he wants. He overhears a conversation, and do you know what he does? He goes to get Farquaad so that he'll pick her up the next morning, and yep. he can just be done. Um, and he's done with Donkey, too. Um, he's done with everything. He has the deed to a swamp, and he is just ready to be alone. Yep. Um, and uh, But before we jump into the next song, which is that moment of him just being alone and how he feels about that, uh, do, do you have any thoughts? Do you have any fun facts? Do you have anything? Yeah, I was saving a fun fact. Um, Shrek is one of the films that is in the National Registry and the Library of Congress. There are wow. about, a, a, if we look at films, there are, let me see, I just had that stat pulled up, about 1.3 million films. Um, in the library's collection, um, but the they bring the ones to be preserved. There's only 800. So, oh wow! Out of 1.3 million films, uh, Shrek is one of the ones that they decided to preserve um, forever for future generations to see. That's incredible. Yeah. Um. So Shrek on a budget of of 60 million made uh-huh. f- uh 400. 84.4 million box office and was the first animated feature to win Academy Awards for animation and adapted screenplay. There you go. Which is just kind of fun. That, that yeah. just goes to show why it was preserved. A record it was breaker, yeah. An absolute hit. But but jumping back into the story, where we are is he's back in a swamp. He wants Donkey out of there. He just wants to be alone. Yep. I'm gonna build me a wall I'll make it ten feet high See you later, pal Bye-bye No one getting in So don't you even try A ten-foot wall I'm gonna build me a wall I'm gonna disappear 
What's the matter, pal? Am I not being clear? Can't you take a hint? Am I getting through at all? Just get out of here! I was told the world would despise me So I should have known I should have guessed I thought these two might be different Well now I know They're just like all Oh, when Shrek wants to build a wall <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god This was a song pop culture wise That I was surprised And like weirdly transcend Into mainstream made yeah. media during all that yeah. uh, Because I was just like There's a song that reminds me of this um, But it, it, it it never yeah. happened, and I'm kind of grateful for it. Yep. And it, it the the story of the song is well, this is who you think I am. Well, this is who I'm going to be. Yes. Uh, I'm building a wall around just everything, and if I'm going to just be in my swamp, I'm just going to be uh, be Shrek. And I, I have to imagine it's got to be pretty hard to sing like Shrek. Um. Yeah. With with the voice and like, because yeah. it's an ac- accent song that I always imagine are hard. But yeah. like, I'm sure that's just a training thing for the professional people who are much more talented than yeah. I am. Oh yeah. Um. But um. So th- story wise, as we know, as the story goes, he's angry. He's done. Then all the fairy tale creatures show up, and it's just like. We're not going to stand for this. We're going to take down Farquaad anyway. Mm. And then Donkey, even though he swore to Fiona, he, he wouldn't tell Shrek. He, 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 he tells, her, uh, tells him the truth uh, about yeah. what he heard, yeah. uh, which kind of rejuvenates. But, but, but this next song is kind of the anthem of the show. It's what mm. people most know from the show. Yep. Um, and it's a, a, it, it's a very good song that um, I think a lot of people identify with. So, so ready for a fact real quick though? Yeah, yeah. So the animators of Shrek, very dedicated folks. Yes. Uh, the famous shower scene where he showers in mud. Yes. They were so dedicated that they actually took mud showers in order to get that. Is that perf- real? That is correct. Yep. Wow. I mean, it might not be the website I'm looking at is creativeblock.com. So www.creativeblock.com slash news slash Shrek facts. That's the whole. <laughs> wow. If you want to Shrek facts. Um, Shrek facts. Um, 300 animators worked in the film over three years. Yeah. Which is kind of fun, which is an enormous amount of animators to be working on a single film. And it, it, it holds up. If you think of a movie from 2001, it definitely holds up. You, there are oh, some scenes like, where you can They did like, this after they did Ants. Yeah. Ever seen Ants? Yeah. Yeah, you don't like ants? Well, I mean, like, it's just leap animation-wise, leaps and bounds better than ants. Um, How dare you make ants after a bug's life, though? Yeah, it it, it just always felt like um, second fiddle. Yeah, ants is Powerade, and a bug's life is Gatorade. Yes. There I said it. It's okay to, like, one in the moment, but don't don't compare. I've had a Powerade before, but, like... Yeah. If, if like, I can have Gatorade, yeah. sure, I'll drink a Powerade. A good combination, like, so Powerades, are, they're usually sometimes in, like, fountain drinks. Mm-hmm. A good combination is blue Powerade and Sprite. Oh, it's my favorite thing in the world. So that's something that Powerade, I don't know if, if blue, I don't know if blue Powerade can be compared to blue Gatorade. This is true. It's fundamentally different things. Fundamentally different things. But just, yep. <laughs> I'm going to play this next song. You never know what we're going to talk about on here, and neither do we. <laughs> Not scripted. <laughs> well, I like the NFL. Listen up, puppet. We 
whispered our whole lives Is this wishing. Pinocchio? We weren't so freaking uh, strange. Oh. They made us feel that way. But it's they who need to change. <laughs> the way they think. That is. <laughs> it's time to stop the hiding. Stop it. It's time to stand up tall. Stand up tall. Say, hey, world, I'm different. And here I am, splinters and all. Splinters and all. <laughs> <laughs> fun song that was really fun right it was very fun you want a fun fact yeah yeah gingy in the musical yes a puppet yeah yeah kind of like um first thing this is the first puppet we've talked about since our second episode and can you guess which puppet that would be second episode Feed which was yeah audrey too Feed me all night long. that's fun thank you yeah you, i think you you found a good audrey too yeah, thank you. Uh, so, let your freak flag fly. Yes. Let your freak flag fly. That's yes. a tough one to say. Freak flag fly. But it is probably even tougher to do. And they're doing it. Yeah. They're they, doing they it. They are killing it. Um, this is uh, an ensemble number where basically it's... Uh, every member of the ensemble is a fairy tale character. Yeah. Um, we got Pinocchio. Little... Yes. Which, um, so the movie actually has, uh, 63 unique characters, which mm -hmm. was the most in an animated film up until that point. Wow. Um, which is just kind of, kind of fun. Yeah. Um, it's not that many on stage here, but it's a good amount. Um, and, and that's a very fun song. This kind of is a song that transcended the show. Most great musicals have yeah. a song that transcends the show that just kind of becomes mm -hmm. the anthem of the show. This is that song. This is the, um, Matilda, the kids... Uh, revolting children. Yeah. So a question. Yes. Um, would you rather be a Pinocchio scenario where every time you lied, your nose grew? So you, you people would know that you were lying. Or okay. would you rather have your feet, your like legs removed like uh, Gingy? <laughs> That's dark. <laughs> I'm just saying like um, you can never Probably lie. Pinocchio. I mean, I, I don't feel like I I lie enough that it would be a problem. Good choice. I think I would also choose that. And then you could also that like feels like a test. You could also like if you were just like, oh, I need to turn off the light, and you're just like, ah, oh, I love Donald Trump, and just like next thing you know, you're just like, <laughs> then your uh, your uh, your lights are off. I as a kid, I like, yeah, yeah. Um, as a, as a kid, like I had the dream. I had two inventions that I wanted to create. Okay, I wanted to create a. A TV that was also a refrigerator that when you opened it up, it just had like a refrigerator and it also had a clicker, like 
like a, a like where you could put the clicker on there and then when you if you lost it a clicker remote clicker is okay. kind of a yeah, southern yeah. term for for a remote um, when you lost it you could it would beep which i feel like we still need because i yeah. lose it's like we have apple tv yeah i lose that thing all the time all the time it's like the size of an old ipod shuffle it oh, is no it is lost 90 percent of the time <laughs> but, but, but this, the most important invention to me and i tried to make this was a concoction that um, had a a reel from a fishing pole okay hooked up to a pulley so that when I could turn my lights on and off from my bed and oh. I tried to create that but now I have Google lights and I just tell my lights to turn off and they do yes. so I'm I think my younger self would be amazed at the world that we live in wow but yeah that's I, incredible I love that I don't know how we got there um. Pinocchio. Pinocchio. Yes. yes. Yeah, yes. So Pinocchio. The, the po- Pinocchio dilemma. Yeah. The uh, Pinocchio <laughs> dilemma. That's like, <laughs> I don't remember exactly what it's called, but it's like in psychology. It's like the, um, you could either save five people. Um, in like Oh, the train. The, the, the train. train. Yeah. It's like the Pinocchio scenario is like the new version of that. I like it. I like, like it Like the a lot. Stanford prison experience. We're bringing it back. Yeah. Um, Way so, on psychology. <laughs> so we, we are closing out the show very fast. Um, we have two songs I, I, that I want to play, and then a song that will play us out because it's it's all reliable. Um, oh yeah! But mm. this next song, as you know, they're about to get married. The dragon crashes through the the glass stained window. It's it's Shrek. It's Donkey and and Fiona is mad at Shrek and it wants to marry Farquaad because it's about to be sunset. Yeah. Um, but, but this is Shrek's last plead of, can of, I tell you something? Yes. I'm surprised the Republicans didn't get mad at the whole dragon donkey marriage. That seems like something that they would get. <laughs> <laughs> it just seems like something that would be up their alley. No, I think if Shrek came out yeah. today, that, that might actually be a tangible opinion, but because it kind of predates social yeah. media, like people yeah. may have been mad. <laughs> we just didn't hear about it. I love Shrek until that dragon got married <laughs> to that donkey. <laughs> they ain't say nothing about that in the Bible. <laughs> do, do you remember what what their what their kids are called? Like the no. species? Drunkies. Drunkies. Sometimes yes. I have a couple um, mimosas and I'm a little drunky. Um, <laughs> let's hear this last song <laughs> or the second last song. It's a big, bright, beautiful world With happiness all around It's peaches and cream If our dream comes true It's a big, bright, beautiful world With possibilities everywhere If true love is blind Maybe you won't mind the view I know I'm not the handsome prince For whom you waited I don't have a fancy castle and I'm not sophisticated A princess and an ogre, I admit, is complicated You've never read a book like this but f- So the last time you heard from Shrek, Shrek is like, this is, this is what you want 
this is what you're going to get. And now we're getting Shrek saying, no, it doesn't have to be that way. We yes. can write our own ending. Fairy tales can be whatever we want them to be. So why don't you stay That gave me. me chills, man. That you're gave welcome, me chills. yeah. I'd say our relationship is a fairy tale. It is a fairy tale. We're yeah. living in it. Um, and like this song just kind of kills me in a way because it's like, yeah, I, I know bleeding. I'm not this thing you wanted. I know like uh, this isn't the perfect thing you dreamt about. <laughs> Sorry. Why are you laughing? I'm not laughing at you. I'm laughing because that like sounds like something you would hear when you ask for a Coke and they say we have Pepsi. Is Pepsi okay? <laughs> is Shrek okay? Yeah. <laughs> I know you want to learn Farcon, but we all we have is Mr. We have Shrek. Shrek. <laughs> we have Pepsi ready to serve you. Yeah. <laughs> I, I Sometimes I get excited when they say we have Mr. Pib because I'm like, all right, we're having fun. Yeah, because it's like a commodity. It's like... Yeah, it's, it's, I like like Waffle House. Every time I go to Waffle House, like I'm not even asking for Dr. Pepper. I'm like, give me the pib. Okay, sorry. Go back so, to your very heartfelt yeah, analysis. Yeah, yes, yes. But but like he's saying, like I know I'm, I, I'm not the prince that you waited for. I, I'm not sophisticated. I don't have a castle. I don't have all the things that you like waited 20 years thinking you wanted. But, but what I got is I love you. Like yeah. that's... And that, I love the line that fairy tales should really be updated because yeah. not everything is as cookie cutter as as a kid you're kind of raised up to think it is. Yeah. Um, Ain't that the truth? That is the truth. Ain't that the truth? Um, so we're gonna listen to um, the the last song that of this selections version of this uh, episode, and then we're gonna have a song that to play us out. Uh, but this uh, next song is just kind of. Fiona having that moment of like her answer is yes and her like thinking about it and then the whole cast coming together to yeah. close the show. Um, this has been a lot of fun. Um, are, are you ready for, for this song? So ready. I waited all my life lived it by the I know that's not my story You take me as I am Love me as I look Standing here in all my glory I am sweetness, I am bratty I'm a princess, I'm a fatty I'm a mess of contradictions in a dress I am sassy That is how the little ogre came to live on the swamp 
with a beautiful princess. And his best friend. And his best friend. And a gingerbread man. And a very handsome puppet. And a gnome. Okay. And a fairy godmother. Okay, and a witch. And a cross-dressing wolf. <laughs> What a happy ending. What a happy ending. We're all close up tight in a bow. Yeah. Um, we'll glaze over that Farquaad got eaten by a dragon. Hey, it's great. Hey, he deserved it. <laughs> <laughs> he had so, it. So in he the had stage it show. Coming. So in the stage show. He had show, it coming. Oh, wow. <laughs> he had it coming. <laughs> so, so in the stage show, at the very end, Farquaad is confronted by his father. Okay. Grumpy. And she's like, you abandoned me. And his dad was like, you were 30. <laughs> you should have you moved out. Like, yeah. I was going to work. Um, which is just kind of a fun inclusion yeah. in, in the show. Um, but. Before we get into takeaways, I have a question. Yeah. If you were one of the seven dwarves and your name had to be based off of uh, maybe a, a character like trait or maybe a, even a character flaw. Ooh, what would your seven dwarves name be? I think mine would be Hyper. <laughs> um, you you tell me. No, no, not falling for that. Oh, I. I you I, could be sleepy. You like to sleep sometimes. I do like to sleep. Um, yeah. hmm. I feel like we both could be like anxiousy. Anxiousy. <laughs> <laughs> Like it, it, I'm just like jumping between anxiousy and drowsy. Yeah, worry. <laughs> I'm I'm anxiousy and you're worry, or vice versa. Um, um, th- this has been a fun episode. This yeah, has been yeah, lots I've, of fun. Yeah. Um, what's the takeaway of Shrek, Daniel? Um, your story. So there's this thing of like self fulfilling prophecies, and um, a lot of times, like especially if we go into like generational curses and, and all of this stuff um, where you kind of grow up in an environment where you think that this is how your life is going to be. And a lot of times the system is kind of rigged against you, especially in the case of systemic racism where it, it literally is the, the odds are stacked against you. But um, there is this kind of this statement where you can write your own story, no matter what that story is, you don't have yes, to, yes. To, 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 you can break the mold. Yes, you absolutely can. Whether that's like hard work, whether that's being open, whether yeah. like your story is yours to write. Yeah. Um, who lives, who dies, who tells your story. <laughs> um, and like, be you, yeah, man. Be like, let your, um, to quote the show, let your freak flag fly. Yeah. Like, be, be, just be unapologetically you. Do you have anything before, before I, I have a song play us out? Yeah. Follow us on all social medias. Um, Instagram is the place to go. Thank you for everybody who always sends us messages and tells us that you're enjoying it. Um, Paul, um, we're beefing now. That's yeah. all. That's all we're gonna say. We're beefing now. Thanks, Paul. Thanks, Paul. Um, so yeah, thanks, Joel. Thanks, <laughs> Paul. I heard the difference between those two. Yeah, there was a difference. There, there is, is a, a distinction. Yeah. Um. So I'm gonna have from this musical. We love you, Paul. Thank you for listening. I'm a believer. Play us out, which which is the song they play during curtain. <laughs>
someone else, but not for me. Uh-uh. 